0: Hello guys and welcome, welcome to Happy, Happy Single, single Mums. Me. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me Khalifa. Arms, there, welcome to single moms thank you so much for taking the time out to come in on my platform and um, basically the reason why I started the podcast was just to kind of empower moms I feel like when people hear single mum it's just they think of something negative they think of like a council flat or you know just a woman that tried to trap a man well Mm. I've been a single mum for nine years now and my son's Mm. father is not involved at all I do everything by myself and um, when I came across your platform I was like oh do you know what This is amazing. I feel like this is something that a lot of men really need to understand. And it's the ironic thing about my personal situation was the pure fact that my son's dad didn't have his father around. So one would Mm. actually think that if you had that lack you wouldn't then have like a generational curse, like, like then go ahead and do the exact same thing that you complained about, if you get what I mean. It's kind of like what yeah. happened with Kanye recently when he was like, my dad wasn't around and I tried to abort my daughter. It's just like, so if you knew what you have been through, then why then would you carry that kind of spirit on? But yeah, yeah. please tell my audience about yourself. Chris.
1: Right. <laughs> my name's Chris Topper. Yeah. Very nice to meet you. Um, my platform is called Figuring Out Fatherhood. Um, and the reason why I actually started it was because kind of what you said is men need, it's more like education. We need to understand the impacts, that what, the things that we do, choices that we make. And not just that as well, I also want to help men just become better men, become better men, become better fathers, become, just become better people in general, to be honest. And I also want someone where women, if they want to can go and reference certain things and they can go back to their men because to get men in some cases to get men talking or to get men to listen, sometimes they will, they'll they listen to what the woman has to say. But if she can be like, well, here's a resource by another man like you. I'm not saying that's the way it's gonna go. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's gonna work, but it's an option. I believe in just creating options for people for them to communicate and just to yeah.
0: But so what, primarily it's just to
1: make Pardon?
0: Is that what inspired
1: you to actually start? This? Uh, what inspired me to do it? Um, my fatherhood journey, it's been, it's been very. In comparison to what you described, it's like the polar opposite. Like I've been, like my daughter's mum. As soon as she was born, we, we just took off. Like she is, like I told my daughter's mum the first time when she was born. Let's just focus on friendship. Let's focus on managing la- raising this child. That was a decision that I took, and at first it's not easy to hear because it's like we have just we've just had a child like you know why would you not want to but my reasoning was a friendship is easier to manage than a relationship okay. in my opinion that's just my opinion and it's worked so for the first couple of months, it was a bit rocky between myself and her but for our daughter it was great because we got to know each other on a different level whereas you know when you with your friend it just kind of flows but a relationship yeah. you have to tick certain boxes you yeah. need to so it just I, I, that was just my thing and I was just like you know it's worked for me one day I will share my full story of everyone and you know but in the interim well, I, could, I can give tips hints here and there what's worked for me what hasn't worked for me and okay. yeah the Bye-bye. more knowledge we have the better we're going to be
0: yeah I, I do like what you said in regards to like having a friendship because i feel like how can two walk with unless unless they agree and i do yeah. think when people actually are in a relationship or well, what i found is that there's like a particular expectation that people have yeah. and we place on each other you yeah. know and i say this a lot I, I, I say this a lot to my son that look sometimes we are our, our teeth by our tongue you know and that's mm. our own body you know so why yeah. they expect- yeah. they so much from another human being, you know, this expect the love, expect them to fill that void. When in actual fact, another human being cannot make you happy. Yeah. And I think when it comes to parenthood as well, many men haven't had that kind of example of that nuclear family, especially black men. I find but they haven't had the example of that nuclear family. So many times, a lot of they're, they're playing. What I found, anyway, they're playing make believe or they're playing catch up, you know. Okay. And I do think that that men can actually be good fathers there is no there's no prototype but it, we place such a expectation on what a man should be like or what a father should have or what a father should do that when you place that kind of expectation you you run away from it because you can't fulfill it if you get what i mean
1: you know what it is um language is very important how we how we word these things and i guess further we go into this conversation, we'll I will do my best to point out how how we say certain things, how we put across certain points. Mm. It kind of, but yeah. In this, in this, the point that you made, you said men can be good fathers. I would moving forward, I'll, my my preference would be for you to say that men are good fathers. they are just the bad eggs, if that makes sense. It's term, it's just language. It might not be a big deal to you, but to a man who may or may not have children, and he he could just overhear you saying men can be good fathers, it's just like is the expectation for us to be bad and that way if you're good it's looked like you're doing something so if you're you're doing the bare minimum yeah people look at you like you're doing something amazing whereas that's you're just doing what you're meant to do so i guess as we talk more and more obviously we'll we'll try our best to break down ways to be a good father Yeah, but in the first instance
0: let me ask you this question
1: what are your thoughts on fatherhood then my thoughts on father uh wow The thing is, I try my best to prepare for these kind of questions, but I can't cover everything. Um, It's a journey. It's Mm -hmm. a journey. Like, for me, it's a blessing. I've learned a lot about myself. A lot of men will say the same thing, but I've learned a lot about myself being a dad. I've learned a lot about other people. But the biggest lesson I've learned is my capacity to love. I can't lie to you. That's the biggest thing I've learned, my capacity to love and patience. Because when I, like... I I grew up without my dad, so it was just me and my mum, and she used to work a lot, and yeah, you know, it's a typical story that everyone knows, like, it's nothing out of the ordinary, like, he wasn't present, and yeah, but when I had my daughter, it was, at first, I'll be honest with you, at first, maybe, like, the first two months, I struggled to create, not create, I struggled to bond with her, like that, and at first, I took it personally, which a lot of men do, like, a lot of men do it, but... As time went on, I realized that it's nothing personal. Like this is a, it's a fresh human, fresh in the world. Like it's going to be different. She's been inside her mom for nine months. Why do I all of a sudden think she's just going to a baby that doesn't walk, doesn't talk, that all she does is cry and eat? Why do I think she's just going to run to me and jump? You get? What I mean, it's it's all sort of a journey. So if you try to skip the important important parts of it, you will miss. The good parts, the great parts, yeah. essentially, but yeah um father to me is it's a blessing it's a blessing, everyone says it, but i can't stress it enough it, it actually is a blessing
0: that's wonderful yeah. do you feel like you, for example, not growing up with your father, has affected the way in which you father your daughter, or do you think that it's it's been beneficial or how, how?
1: um you know what it is? To be honest with you, it's part of my identity. It's part of who I am. Like yeah. I can't, I can't identify how it may or may not have affected me personally, but I can go by how it's affected other people that I've been around or have had conversations with. Yeah. And essentially, the way I look at it, not, you can't really explore the relationship between the father and his child. Sorry, let me word that again. You can't really explore how not having a dad impacted a man and how it impacted his child without so without break going into how it actually affected the man himself. So a lot of men even not having a dad present or even having a dad present, he wasn't he was physically present but he wasn't emotionally present. He was physically present but he wasn't financially like there's so many different aspects to it. But I guess in this context you're talking about not being there for the family. Yeah. There are a lot, yeah. I can't lie, a lot of how the man views the world will fall on the mum, unfortunately. When you think about it, because you can't tell me that you as the primary carer or the only carer raised the child, yeah. but it's the fact that his dad was absent, completely absent, that has shaped how he grew up. Do you get know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: For example, the reason why I reckon I'm different to a lot of men is that When it comes to absent parents, a lot of men, they dislike their dad or they run away from their dad. I have, I'm indifferent towards him. Like whether he's here "Mm," or he's there, "Mm," like it doesn't make it. Pardon?
0: For me, that's one of my fears. I wouldn't want, because I feel like with a lot of, when you see a lot of, when I was pregnant, I'll I'll, I'll tell you, when I was pregnant, I said to God, I was like, listen, please give me a son because... I was so afraid that if I had a daughter and my son's father already told me when I was pregnant, look, I I want you to have an abortion. I was like, I'm not doing it. It's something I'm not going to do because I had done one before and I completely regretted it. So I was like, look, I'm never, ever going through that. I'm never, ever doing that again. So when I was pregnant, I was like, please, this guy's not going to be around. I want a son because I feared that if I had a daughter, for example, she was going to go out, you know, for love the same way a lot of girls go out looking for edification for men. But I feel like from what I've seen, a lot of guys that grow up without fathers kind of, they put their their mother's protector, and they get angry, you know? And like you just said, in regards to, you know you're a bit indifferent but some you're you're indifferent but a lot of guys get angry at yeah. the fact that their fathers were not around and then they go out for example looking for that kind of father figure thankfully i've got brothers and i've got yeah. uncles that i've placed the kind of people around him to kind of you know um cover him you know yeah. i'm not i can i would say to single moms as well that we as much as we i can say yeah i'm a mama and a father but we i can never be a man yeah. there are certain things that he says to me that i'm just like yeah, oh, yeah, my
1: yeah, God. yeah
0: you know like the other the other day he said to me oh mommy this is <laughs> yeah he's a boy he said oh mommy when i wake up in the morning my my
1: things
0: these are the things that, yeah, yeah, of that course. boys talk about and i just said i'll oh, just ignore it you know but, but but
1: this is why i said a lot of like i'm not excusing the man Because, obviously, he, in the first instance, he takes full blame for the outcome. But secondary to that, I feel like, even if I was a single parent myself, I would do everything to make sure my daughter is fully equipped. to do. I mean, I'm not feel, not feel the impact of having an absent parent. So you've done the right thing by seeking out men who he can speak to, he can talk to, as opposed to protecting them. What you find a lot of women, they they will put, especially their sons, they'll put them like a little cocoon yeah. And they're not equipped to actually fly when the time comes. Yeah. So they, they bear a lot of resentment for men or resentment towards themselves, which they probably don't even realize because what, what ends up happening is the woman, so as the son grows up, if he starts to look like his dad, that's a completely different conversation entirely as yeah. well. Depending on how the relationship is, it, it just gets worse. But it's just like
0: every time, the the they, any,
1: any, any little thing that they do that the son does, the mum is just like, that's what your dad would do. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? They start to see and they start to project into their yeah. child yeah. the feelings of their dad. And the son, growing up, they start to hate their dad. So that they don't even know. I'm not saying it makes it right, but they, they start to build up hate in your heart. Hate that shouldn't be there in my opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: You should, I wouldn't want to put hate in anyone's heart. No. It's, Talk it's less terrible. about my child. Do you see what I mean?
0: Yeah it's terrible i touched them um, i had a podcast last week and it was about forgiveness and yep. um i i said that in the podcast that it's so crazy as i'm a, i'm a christian but it's so crazy that we are told to forgive but we're never actually told how to forgive we just said okay forgive and it's kind of like the nike advert just do it you know yeah. it's good for you and i needed to take myself to a place whereby i could forgive and not let the offense come back up again and for me yeah. the most the most important reason why I had to forgive was because my son looks exactly mm. like his dad <laughs> like legit like just exactly so there were days whereby my son would come inside the room and I'm like my heart is beating I'm like oh my god you look like your dad and I used to say to myself that how can the one person that I love in the world look like the one person that I dislike yeah. you know so I had to bring myself to a point whereby do you know what god I have to forgive this person and yeah. Yeah, I went out to like a, a club or whatever and I saw him there and I actually just said, oh, you right? How are you? And yeah, he didn't ask about his son, just kept it, just kept it pushing.
1: The thing yeah. I love to hear it. Obviously, not the circumstances, but I love how you felt when you did that, if that makes sense. Because yeah. what you will find is a lot of men that grow up without their dads, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they will feel this natural pull towards their dad, even if he's not there. He could be on the other end of the earth they will still long for him, especially if they dislike him or they hate him because they're fighting those feelings as well as hating him as well. So you just need, I feel like a lot of men need to keep that in mind when they project hate or when they, or the way they speak about their dad the the yeah. son of my, my daughter's yeah. dad
0: I've, I've, I've had to uh, educate a lot of a lot I had to educate myself and I had to educate a lot of my mummy friends as well a lot of my single mummy friends that, that speak negatively about the, the yeah. child's father especially when a child's around I'm like look this is your causing this is trauma you're actually yeah. putting in your child's life you know they don't if if you're and I feel I also say to my girlfriends that people are different with different people you can be in a relationship with one person and then be a complete donor and then be in a relationship with someone else and be a king, Facts. you know? Facts. So yeah. at the end of the day, the relationship in which you had with your child's father might not be the relationship, you know, your child has with that, with, with the Facts. father, you know, cause people love differently. You know, you might love your auntie different to another auntie, you know? Facts. And yep. yeah. So even in regards to my son's father, he's in another relation, he's not involved with my child's life, but he's in another relationship and they've got kids. You know, So he's been a father to someone else's yeah. kids, you, to, to, to his other children. So I'm yeah. just like, we need to get to a place whereby leave people to do what they mm-hmm. want to do and try and parent as best as you can. Because at the end of the day, our children are our legacy. As soon as we, yeah. we're gone, that's it. And if you're filling that cup, your child's cup with anger, yeah. hate, animosity, bitterness, regret, what are you investing? What, what? When you die, what have you left behind? And yeah. even sometimes, when I look at like everything that's happened in London and all the knife crime, I'm like, these kids, these poor babies. Like you don't know what has been filled in their cups. Yeah. They don't have hope for the future. They don't. They they they're very short sighted. So mm. if, if they've been filled with that, why then will they not want to go out and? take a life you know so I do feel like like you said it's about the journey and I think that yeah. me being the age that I am at now I know that my child is my legacy you know there's mm. certain things there's certain sacrifices I've had to make that yeah. I've had to eat not I've had to eat humble pie because <laughs> of the sake of my child like I had to move back in into my mum's house because I was I had a property I was paying like 1,003 for every month and
1: Are you want uh, to pay for nursery as well uh, you're a big bugger, you know
0: no, no, I'm saying that was just my rent. That was just my rent. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm
1: saying. Are you, are, you, are you wanting to pay with nursery as well? as that? Yeah, you, you're on your side now.
0: it was just, it was mad. So then at the end of the month, I was just like, well, wow, like, why do I have any money? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, do you need just think, like, why am I eating Indomie noodles? You know? Yeah. So it was just, I, I, I feel like, like you said, in regards to having a journey, like, there's certain sacrifices you have to make as a mother, you have to make as a father, just so your child can have a fulfilled life.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, but I was gonna ask you a question. In regards to, um, so there are 400,000 single fathers in the UK and 1.8 million single mothers. Why do you think it is that single mothers are viewed more negatively than fathers?
1: Um, again, this is why I say language is important. We're gonna break that what you just asked me. I know you probably don't want to, but um, a single parent by definition is kind of like the primary care role, to be honest. so. I wouldn't describe, like, my daughter lives with her mum. So, say, seven out of seven days a week, if my daughter's with her mum for four days and she's with me for three days, her mum is a single mum, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't be identified as a single dad. No. Does that make sense? Exactly. That's why the numbers are so skewed in that direction.
0: Okay.
1: So, it doesn't necessarily mean that the other parent's absent, it just means that the child spends more time okay. in one household.
0: If you're saying that's why the numbers are, uh, are money, let's remove the numbers. If I say to someone, single mother, single father, where do you think the sympathy would lie
1: more? Not that we even want sympathy, but... Oh, definitely with the men. Yeah. Definitely. I know this. I just wanted to touch on numbers. Okay. Yeah, but no, no, no. I agree with you. And what it's, I feel it's a multitude of reasons. Multitude of reasons. Tradition, culture, gender, or portrayal. So when you think of... Uh, if you do word association, let's think about it that way, yeah? and you think of a single mum, people will say words like strong, she's this, she's done that, She's whereas men, like you mentioned, they're looked at with sympathy, like, oh Do you get what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, you lot, you're, you're scrutinised very heavily. Very. If that makes sense, very heavily. So whereas a man, let's say both men and women have a bare minimum. If the man does the bare minimum, it's looked at, oh, my God, he's such. And to be fair, that's kind of our fault as well because we set the standard kind of low. Whereas for women, if you do the bare minimum, it's just like, is that all you can do?
0: Exactly. Does that make sense? Exactly.
1: So again, you're looked at very, very differently. Expectations in the comes of raising a child are very, very different. Yeah. The, that's how the general state, in my opinion, is all. Well. Then portrayal. Rarely ever do we see single moms portrayed on TV as like doing amazing things. And when they are, for example, like. If a single mom is a CEO of a company, whatever, whatever, ever. But if the child is bad at school, people look at her like, oh, she can't even take care of her own child. Yeah. How can she be a good CEO? right? If a man is a big CEO in a company and his child is doing bad at school, it's like, oh, there's a lot more sympathy. It's just like, oh, it's exactly. a sacrifice he had to make to be successful. He did it for his child. Do you see what I mean? It's just, there's a, there's a multitude really of reasons. It's not,
0: it's not, it's not fair at all. And even within, Definitely not. what I find as well, there's, there, there's a particular hierarchy as well within the single motherhood um, <laughs> tower. It's kind of like, so alongside having that negative ideal of society looking at us as underclass, for example, or, you know, benefit scroungers. Like I've got yeah. a degree and I've got a master's. When I was pregnant with my son, I was working full time for the Ministry of Justice, and I just paid for my master's. So I was going to, going to, yes, yeah, so I was.
1: That's an accolade, boy. Listen,
0: so I would go <laughs> to uni. I would go to, I would go to work from eight thirty to four thirty, then go to uni from around um, five to nine, and come back home and cry. I did that every day for a whole year, you know, and I just find that even after I, I have done that, after I worked for the Ministry of Justice for 10 years, even when I would meet other single moms and they would sit down and talk, they'd be like, oh, so what, why isn't your father, why isn't your baby father involved in your child? like, what did you do, you know? So even alongside society, alongside trying to fight the world, even within our own community, there's still yeah. criticism and there's still, you know, ridicule like, oh, well, Daekwon gives me hundred pounds a month yeah. for, for yeah. my child. Like, yeah. you know, and I just, it breaks my heart in regards to the fact that there's so much that we have to fight against on oh, a facts. daily basis, you know, that we're not even helping ourselves.
1: Yeah. And there's definitely, there's definitely this kind of stereotype and I, I'm, this is not fact. Mm. It might be a fact, I don't know, but this is just something that I've observed. And generally people look at single parent homes or single parent like, The woman chose to do that, if that makes sense. Like, And the man didn't. Does that make sense? People look at it as like, oh, she chose to... Like, a lot of men, they like to fight that, oh, no, she made a decision on her own, blah, 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 all this, all that. Oh, gosh, she got pregnant. She knew I didn't want a child. All that, all that stuff. And they think that's a good enough reason to not be present. To some people, it is. To some people, it's not. That's not for me to decide. But that's... So... That, I think that's one of the reasons why people are just generally harsh on women as opposed mm-hmm. to men, because they think subconsciously that the woman chose to put herself and exactly. her child in that situation. Yeah. Whereas that's not always well, what
0: I find, What I find so funny is the fact that, like, as much as people say that women put themselves in that situation, it's like on the flip side, I've had a termination before. And when I tell you that, when I shared this on my platform, on my podcast, the amount of women that, hit me up in my dm and they were like listen what you said was right because women don't talk about the trauma about yeah. having a termination what what it actually does to you emotionally after yeah. it's just like you go into the clinic you pay your 500 pounds but they don't talk about a couple of months later you're watching a pampas advert and you're thinking oh my god how old would my child have been yeah. you know like they it's it's we need to we need to protect each other and we need to take men need to be accountable as well. I yeah. feel like if men knew what it felt like to even yeah. carry a child and how magnificent it is even to actually mm. be able to carry a child, I doubt that, you know, they'll be so flippant in regards to oh just get rid of it. Oh yeah, maybe oh I want the child um, today Oh, I don't want a child tomorrow, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. The thing is people not wanting to talk about these things it's it's an element of shame and that's why I feel like it's our responsibility, especially with our platforms, to make sure that we provide a safe space for people to come and talk about these things. Like I do I want to I want to interview someone who's been with a woman that's had a miscarriage or who's been with women who's been from abortion. But it's hard to get people to talk about these things. Yeah. Do you yeah. see what I mean? But
0: definitely but I feel like it's very
1: important the- that we have these conversations.
0: Yeah. The more you talk about certain things, the more you know the freer you are. And up until the time I felt I felt a lot of shame in regards to oh my God I had determination. But there was a day I sat down with a bunch of my girlfriends and we spoke, and they were like, oh, I've had two, I've had three. And I'm thinking, so why don't women talk about about this? And they talk about the effects that it has on them. Like, having a child and having a termination, it's hard. Like, on both spectrums, you're judged, you know? Yeah, yeah, but
1: you know, but you know what it's all? Well, I feel like it's also... We can't disregard what, how age has impacted our views on the world or our views around these things, because... I went to a house party when I was like 23 or so, and we're playing the game. Now, never have I never have I ever. And some girl, a girl, keep in mind, she was like, oh, never have I ever had an abortion. And the only what she was trying to do, she was trying to, do you know I mean? Just to make someone the butt of the joke in the room. And it's just like, why would you do that? Mm. Do you see what I mean? But at the age I am, I'm at now, I'd be very surprised if I'm in that kind of space where someone would say something like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like as you get older, we start to understand that these things that they're, they're not as taboo as, or they're not, they're not, they're not jokes. It's not funny. Yeah,
0: it's not funny at I mean, all.
1: It's it's quite a serious issue. But we need to be able to speak about it comfortably. Like yeah. we need to be able to just speak about and not f- fear being judged or looked at funny. Like oh, that's the girl that had an abortion the other day. Like it's that's not the case. It's not the way. Yeah. And never, like I've never personally been through that. i of being with someone who's had an abortion or been to the clinic of anyone, but. I can imagine it's not it's not something you you're happy about, not something you're doing just willingly and it's not like I get it. Like men men within us you community, especially when you're younger as well, growing up, it's always like, if she got pregnant, what would you do? Yeah, I'll tell you to get an abortion. Like there needs to be this it's not the same as taking the pill. It's not the same as taking the morning after. It's not a form of contraception. It's literally exactly. a termination so um, but, um have you
0: ever had to make any sacrifices as a father, do you think
1: definitely definitely time, money, relationships, love, but I feel like it's it's mainly time mm. M- mainly time um <sighs> thing is when you say sacrifice it kind of sounds like it's something that i'm longing for but i'm giving up but it's more so just a, it's a necessary adjustment if that makes sense like but yeah time and money those are the, the two main things yeah those are the two main things
0: Okay, so I was going to ask, so what would you like, I know you've got a daughter, but what would you like your son, if you had one, to learn from you as a father, bearing in mind that we've spoken to a number of men in regards to, like, figuring out fatherhood, what would you think, or even, well, let me even use me an example, what would you like me to teach my son about fatherhood, that?
1: Honour, integrity, love, respect, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like as a man, as a human being, I as as a human. Being there's certain virtues that I ideal. I want a lot of people to have, and some it's honor, integrity, love, respect. You, how you talk to people, how you treat people, it it, it, it filters, it filters through in all your relationships in life. How you talk to someone, your sister, how you talk to your mum, how you talk to your friend at school, how you talk to your colleagues. They're all interlinked, in my opinion. That like, as you grow up, it forms the basis of how you form relationships with new people. Like if you treat every single person you met with love, respect, integrity, honor. It'll be it'll be very different for you. If yeah. I mean. It'll be you see, it is you you just look at people differently if you approach everyone with love and respect. More it's more it's very likely that majority of them will reciprocate that as well.
0: Yeah, no, you're right actually in regards to love, honor, and respect because I think there's a quote that I, I heard of and it, it's do you know sometimes there's certain quotes that you never forget. But, yeah. Um, it goes um, if the love of love took over the love of money, we would have world peace. World peace. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so it's right. just that if we, and yeah, if we just teach our, our children to love and to honour, you know, yeah. each other, I think, yeah, growing up, they, they will have a, um, a magnificent childhood. Yeah,
1: I, I would encourage every parent to just um, teach your children everything you can. But, as, but to cap that, make sure you teach them to not let society change how they view themselves and how they view the world, essentially. Because if they start to react based on what society is teaching them, they will lose sight of what you taught them.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think there's certain things that I had to, um, and I'm still learning as well, because there was a time whereby my son, he, he, I, I took him boxing, because I like boxing myself, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan of like Anthony Joshua, so I go boxing <coughs> and he goes boxing as well. And mm. there were certain times whereby... How old he, is he, sorry? He's nine now, yeah. Okay. So there are certain times whereby he we be having a sparring and he would get hit, kind of thing. And yeah. when I get hit, I'm fine with it, because I'm used to, you know... Yeah boxing and stuff but then I would say don't cry Josiah get back up don't cry you know and because yeah. I've been so used to boys not crying you know yeah. like he would be holding it in you know yeah. and I've had to relearn that look because I've, had a, I've, I've got a son and I'm playing both roles I can't then try and Play the masculine role, like you can't cry, you can't do this, yeah. you, can't, you know. And I found myself doing that, and I had to relearn. that, like, do you know what I said to him the other day? Like, if you wanna, if you wanna cry, you know, you can cry, you know. And he actually said, "Okay, mummy," you know. And I kind of felt so. Do you know? You just think, "Oh my God, I feel so bad." Yeah, fun.
1: yeah. You
0: know, like, I just said, "That's good." Know, yeah. Boys, boys are allowed to cry as well,
1: you know. Do you know what? Do you know what I think you've done? I think you've just nipped fragile masculinity in a man. You've nipped it in the bud before it's actually blossomed. Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion because like you mentioned a lot of people men and women they'll tell boys not to cry and they grow up masculinity is fragile yeah just because of that one line boys shouldn't cry you shouldn't show emotion and all of a sudden they're bottling everything in they hate themselves but they will never vocalize that so i will if you just nipped in the button the man in the future
0: let's keep
1: that in mind well done
0: thank you (laughs) So, um, what advice would you have for fathers? I know we've touched upon a couple of things, but what advice would you have for fathers? Let's just say a girl's called a girl, um, a guy's a girl's called a guy now and said, "Look, I'm pregnant." Um, like, what what advice would you have for him if he called you and said, "Oh, look, Chris, I don't know what to do."
1: Yeah, my um, first thing first, I will just advise both parties, both the man and the woman, to give it time. It sounds a bit selfish because I know some people want like a immediate response. Give the man time to marinate in, what, in the news you've just given him. Don't tell him you have to come back tomorrow or today. Give him time to just to think about it. But obviously on, this, on the flip side of that, men, you can't just take the piss and leave her hanging because you actually, you actually need to let her know what you plan to do. Mm. Like, obviously I don't want to say don't encourage her to have an abortion. Like, that's between you and the woman, how you choose to progress. But be aware of her feelings as well be aware of that, and don't take it personally. Mm. When it comes to fatherhood, don't take any single thing personally. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Because if you establish ground rules from jump... Yeah, that's another one, sorry. Establish ground rules. If you establish ground rules from jump, mm-hmm. anything outside of that, outside of those ground rules, you can be like, yeah, it's an attack on me. But anything else, don't take it personally. So if a man called me tomorrow saying that, oh, his missus is pregnant or a girl was. What's the word people use? Entanglement. People see, kind of Entanglement. Entanglement. Entang- yeah, there we go. It was the time I she got pregnant, I would be like, Let's take a step back, evaluate your options and think of how you want to proceed. For example, if you want her to get an abortion, float the idea past her. Don't force her to do it. Float it past her because she may actually want it herself but she's not sure what to do. Float it past her. If she says, no, I'm not getting one, don't force her, don't coerce her. Just accept what she's saying and decide how you're going to progress moving forward. Okay. If you're, if you shoot back, now this is going to sound kind of controversial, but unless you're together, if you're not together and she gets pregnant, don't feel the need to get into a relationship with her. Not immediately anyway. Not to appease your parents, not to appease your culture, not to appease your church, not to appease any single person on this planet. If you don't want to be with her, do not force it because it's a restful disaster. I haven't had one success story, not one, in this lifetime. When you think about it, how many people have like, forced a relationship because she got pregnant and it's worked out?
0: Uh, not a lot. Not a lot.
1: <laughs> it's, it goes without saying. It. It's just like, yeah. you know. So don't force it. If you don't feel, if you don't want to be in a relationship, just express that. Obviously, be. Be very but, higher expressing you, it, but
0: you touched upon honor. and I think many a times I found men when men actually um get into a relationship, with women that they've they've impregnated is because they're trying to they're trying to do the honorable thing in regards to, you know, maybe proposing to her at the at that time. You know, well, so,
1: is, honorable in, in the context of just is very subjective. Honorable to who? To her, to, to her family, to, to to her family. This is what I'm saying. You're doing it for someone else, not not for yourself.
0: Okay, that's yeah. That's...
1: Like unless you want to do it, because if you force someone to do something, doesn't want to do, or if he feels forced to something, doesn't want to do, it's only a matter of time before you start acting out. It's literally yeah. only a matter of time.
0: Yeah, that's pride.
1: It. Pride is a big factor. On the like you said, it's like I'm not doing it for myself, like. You know, as a, as a man, you you want to own things. You want to do things because you because you chose to do it, not because you were forced to. So, if you choose to get a relationship, let that be your choice, not okay. based on the fact that other people have made you feel like you should.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a that's a valid point. Do you um do you think fatherhood has changed in twenty twenty from?
1: <sighs> Good question. Uh, yes and no. Yes, because. We're seeing it a lot more. But no, because it could have been the same 50 years ago, but we just didn't see it, if that makes sense. So I can't say for a fact whether it is or isn't. But what has changed are the gender roles. And that's definitely improving fatherhood, in my opinion.
0: Okay, that's good. Um, so what are your plans for the rest
1: of the year? have anything planned? Yes. So season two of Figuring Out Fatherhood, I'm looking to start filming end of this month, beginning of September. I'm actually looking for fathers. So if you know any, tell them to hit me up. Okay. Um, they can find me at Chris underscore top one. That's my personal Instagram and Twitter page. If they're looking for my platform, it's figuring out fatherhood underscore mm-hmm. and they can hit me up there. Or oh, they came in by email. You can email me if you're interested. This is Chris at figuring out fatherhood.com. There's a website, figuring out for Oh, there's a lot of figuring out fatherhood, isn't it? There's a website, figuring out dot com.
0: okay. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah,
1: I'm gonna start filming season two. I um I put a lot of content on my page. I try to keep people engaged, just to blogs. I've got two writers that write for me. If you're interested in writing, write for me as well. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this goes for both so men and women.
0: In regards to when you actually um, sit down with fathers, I know we've touched upon certain things. Is there something yeah. that you find that with every father you meet, There's something that carries on echoing that you you find that every father is saying exactly the same thing?
1: How fatherhood
0: changed
1: them. Okay. How fatherhood changed them. The way it. The way. Sorry, how having the child changed them. Like, yeah. it's. Especially the ones that have chosen to be present. I would actually like to interview men who have chosen not to be in their child's life. I know there's a bit of, there's a, bit of a stigma behind that and it's going to be a bit rough, but I would love to. Even if, even if it's anonymous, I would love to, honestly. But yeah. I, um, I actually
0: lot... feel so bad for. I feel like there's so many milestones that my son's father has missed out on and it yeah so even down to you saying you want to interview men I feel like there will be a, there'll be a lot of trauma and there'll be a lot of regret that they will possibly feel yeah. Probably possibly feel that they will have to overcompensate when they actually do form a relationship with, with yeah. their child. Because yeah. I battled with a lot of like, because like I, like I said to you earlier, I worked full time and I had my son, so he was in nursery. So I would overcompensate, you know, I, yeah. would, I would just, I, when I would go out on the weekends, I'd be buying in this and buying him that, you know? Yeah. And I find that there's a lot of single mother guilt, but I don't know whether I've heard of single father guilt, you know, I feel like a oh, lot of people, fair. You know?
1: Let, oh, you know what? I've never actually f- looked at that. It's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good point. It's a very good point. But um, there's a message of consistently passed on to all the men that I know, with yeah. kids, without kids, and it's you're doing yourself a massive disservice not mm-hmm. being in your child's life. Honestly, like I can't think of anything else I can compare it to. Like you mentioned, different milestones. You're missing these things, and it's just like at the point where the child is then coming to try and form a relationship with you. You've missed. Like this is going to be a whole human being that's a complete stranger to you yeah. like it's just and then it's going to be so awkward it's like oh, uh, imagine okay you're, you're starting to much a, a bond with your, your child your child is let's say 18 or something and you're forming a bond and he's talking about girls and you want to be like no don't do that but he's looking at you like
0: you have no grounds
1: yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like how, how and then you're there as a man you f- you're feeling like less of a man because you can't tell off an 18 year old Who's your your son? It's it's just weird like you're doing yourself a massive disservice, not being in your child's life, massive disservice. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: and you're not doing a, anyone but yourself.
0: There's a um I think there's a there's a poem that I read years ago and it was about a woman about her absent father, and she said to her father that, um, dear dad, you went on a boat and you sailed away to go and look for treasure. And when yeah. you came back, you bought me gold. But all I wanted was time. Yeah you know and I think that's the that's the thing that I find that a lot of men um they go on this journey trying to look for themselves or they try and find I uh, don't know just just try and find themselves really and wait, what you're missing time is something that we cannot get back and that's yeah. why for me I don't I'm not dating at the moment because I feel like I cannot afford for anyone to waste my time because I yeah. can't go to Tesco and buy it back you know
1: <laughs> um, facts
0: yeah I can't I can't facts, buy yeah. it back. So, and that's what a lot of men are missing out on and it breaks my heart the fact that like you can't buy back that time Mm. so if anyone's listening out there and you've got a child please just get some counselling and and then try and um, get back into your child's life but make sure you seek counselling first try and fix the broken parts in you so don't go and enter into a happy child's life and might bring some more trauma make sure you figure out fatherhood (laughs) and you figure (laughs) out yourself yeah figure out fatherhood and figure out yourself and then go back and invest in your child's life and try and get be there for the milestones as well because Mm. it's beneficial you know children and I I know someone very close to me that had to do IVF and she paid like 40k you know and I think yeah yeah and I just see the things that you know that people have to go through, and when a woman calls you and says, oh, "I'm pregnant," like that is actually a miracle.
1: You know, Oh fact that, that
0: you're fertile is actually mm. a miracle. You know, and we take that for granted.
1: Facts, but yeah. um, that being said, <laughs> I have to add a disclaimer that yeah. both men and women, you have to take if you know you don't want a child yet, or you're not ready for a child, or you're not trying for a child. Please do take every precaution to prevent it. Every possible precaution don't get caught up in heat at the moment don't get drunk get drunk or do drugs anything there's no excuse because when it's all said and done and she gets pregnant you both have a part to play in having a child so saying you don't want a child it's if you didn't want one you would have taken every precaution essentially like it's not going to be excuse for you to walk away from a woman you have to do you know because a lot of men they have they love to say even as, i can't lie to you growing up i said to myself like oh if she gets pregnant i should, she does not want a baby. Wow, we should keep it. No. If that's the case, take every precaution, which also includes abstinence. Consider that. She can't, have a, she can't have a baby for you if you don't have sex. And that's the real of it. That's the real of it. And not just that as well. One final thing. Sorry. One final thing. They also love to say she's crazy This, she's crazy that. But more often than not, if you knew her as a person before you slept with her, you will know that she's crazy or not. And that will save you a lot of headache if she did get pregnant. If you didn't know who she was, there's an even bigger problem because you're sleeping with people you don't know. Oh. So, do you see what I mean, it's just, yeah. There's a bit of accountability that I, don't, I, I wanna make sure that we don't remove from both parties. That's true. No, that's, yeah, that's,
0: um, that's a valid point. But, um, guys, you have been listening to Happy Single Moms. I just want to thank my guest today, Chris, for taking the time out to spend with me you. to discuss fatherhood. And we um, dissected it, we peeled it apart like an onion. <laughs> um, and thank you so much, guys. Like he said, you can find him on um, Figuring Out Fatherhood on. Underscore. Underscore. Instagram. Yep. Instagram, yes um yeah like i said thank you so much for listening to me today and you've been listening to happy single moms take care
1: bye, Cheers, bye.